KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Lots of things to talk about on the economic front, some good, some bad. Let's dig into all of it with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. We talk stimulus, we talk housing, we talk unemployment. Give a listen. So President-elect Joe Biden has released what he hopes will be, I guess, his first real legislative push, uh, a nearly $2 trillion uh, COVID relief plan. It includes... You know, we got $600 checks in the last one. This would push it up to 2000 total, 1400 per person. A lot of other stuff, a lot of vaccine money. Overall, what were your thoughts uh, when you dug into it a little bit? What do you like? What do you like about it? Well, Matt, when I saw this this past week, I couldn't wait to talk to you because I thought you and I spoke about this thing. Why didn't this happen in the summertime? Why didn't this happen early fall? Why didn't this happen right before the election? You and I have spoke on the air and off the air about this. So take aside all the debt. Let's not even talk about debt today. Let's talk about the needs of the American people. And I think this plan will address the needs of the American people, those who are the middle income, lower middle income, those who are right above poverty level as well. And when we talk about specifically the... The, those direct cash payments, that would seem really critical from an economic standpoint because that is money that's going to get really injected into a lot of different segments of the economy. No, that's correct. There won't be one segment that will not that will be unaffected. Everybody will be affected. I'm hoping that they're going to continue with the moratorium on those who who have mortgages or those who have uh, landlords, and maybe the fact that. They can get an extra month without having to pay the full amount. Uh, But people are going to pay their bills. They're going to pay their utilities. uh, They're going to pay their credit cards. They're going to pay down on everything. Hopefully save a little bit and then possibly keep some of it for the spring and summer when they can go on vacations this year. One of the other things it looks like uh, there is money for state and local governments. That's something we have talked about uh, ad nauseum. I think one number I saw, $350 billion. How critical... Is that, and that really seemed to be the sticking point that was holding a lot of things up uh, in the past. That's another thing that I think will benefit a lot of people that don't realize it's going to benefit them. That that's correct, Matt. There's a lot of things going on. Some of this money is going to be used uh, to build maybe new health centers, maybe to build county health centers and strengthen our county health centers throughout the tri-state area. So people said, well, I'm, I don't see the benefits of, of the counties or state governments getting the money. However, I think it is going to be put to good use for the most part. Sure, there's always those times when it may not get used right away or we don't like the way it's being spent. But you're going to see some of the money going to be go back into maybe even infrastructure Something that's been talked about, especially you and I, for the last four years, infrastructure is something that needs to be addressed. And not for nothing, but it also could help stave off layoffs that people would obviously feel very personally, whether you're talking, uh, you know, government workers, police, firefighters, what have you. Right. Especially our our first responders, whether they're firefighters, EMS, police, and even though the people who are working in the offices, uh, we want to keep them employed as much as possible. Uh, They spend money. They earn a wage. uh, They're part of the GDP, which is the gross domestic product as well. So now let's talk uh, jobs numbers. Not good this week. Uh, Somewhere in the neighborhood of a million first time unemployment claims. I think it's been trending in this direction because as the virus has gotten worse and 
things have had to shut down again, but uh, this is really not good. Right. Now, some of it is uh, the layoffs you would see after the uh, Christmas and holiday retail sales. However, those stores did not hire as much as they normally normally would hire anyway. So a lot of this is is that second or third surge that has been talked about. Uh, I'm looking through all my paperwork. I find one little glimmer of hope that it was under a million people filing for unemployment claims um, for the week ending January 9th. We've talked a little bit about uh, the consumer price index. It was up uh, a little under half a percent in December. First of all, give us a, a primer. What is the consumer price index and why does it matter? Good. Really quickly, it would be like me going to the supermarket uh, tomorrow and spending $100 on a basket of goods. And then I go back next month buy the same exact basket of goods, and that basket of goods cost me $105. In theory, inflation went up 5% because it cost me five extra dollars. And I'm not just talking food. I'm talking buying light bulbs. I'm talking buying clothing, gasoline, utilities, uh, anything that you would purchase throughout the year uh, if you still buy record albums like I do from time to time. So it's very important that consumer price index because it's an indicator of how much less money we have in our pocket from month to month. And even though I'm seeing inflation is not that high, and you are correct, it was up a half a percent almost last month. Over the entire year, it's risen a little bit. Uh, I have faith and confidence in our Fed chairperson, Jerome Powell, that he has got the tools to combat inflation in 2021. Kind of combining, you mentioned the Fed chair in our earlier discussion on stimulus. It seems to me that a robust stimulus plan like the Biden team is putting out now, this is what the the Federal Reserve's kind of been clamoring for, uh, the kind of almost, I, th- I feel at times, almost scolding Congress for not getting enough help out the door. This seems to be more in line with what the Fed's been asking for, or not so much asking for, but thinking that we need it. Correct. And the Federal Reserve uh, being nonpartisan throughout all the years that I've I've been looking at and studying the Federal Reserve, uh, what they're looking at is saying, yes, this is going on our balance sheets. Yes, it's, it's something that we have to pay back. But we want to get through this pandemic. We don't want this to linger for years and years. We're in a society that this may never happen again, God willing. And we want they want to treat it a little bit more aggressively than they would have treated it uh, if there wasn't a Federal Reserve. So I understand both sides. I understand that there's debt. I also understand that uh, you want to keep your economy going because as the United States turns, so does the world turn. What are you seeing in housing? I know it's something you are always kind of keeping an eye on as far as an indicator of where we're going. Well, that's it. I'm glad you brought that up. And we've talked weeks and weeks about housing, that housing starts uh, is a good indicator of how the economy is going. Uh, I think in 2021, it will continue to do very well. My concern is, and we've talked about wage gaps, I think, and income gaps in the past. My concern is that the, the rising price 
and cost of housing? And can middle America afford it? It's good if you own property right now and the value of your home is going up. It's not good if you don't own property and you want to put a down payment on because housing prices are rising uh, pretty significantly the last four or five years. And our wages are not rising as much as that. Now, take housing. You have housing prices. Along with that, you have your closing costs. You have your taxes. You have your utilities, your maintenance. So I think it's becoming harder and harder for people to afford single family housing compared to, let's say, condos or townhomes, row homes, or what is known as affordable housing in this area. We talked a lot last year about places like the Jersey Shore and how they were getting hammered and how if they, I think at one point I had said, you know, if they got 50% of what they hoped, given the circumstances, that probably had to be considered a win. With the vaccine here, regardless of you know, we can talk about how slow the rollout's been, but it's here. Things are going to get better for places like the shore and entertainment and hospitality, all these places that have been hammered. If we get a best case scenario and things are really getting into a good spot by March, April, we could see some pent up spending demand just absolutely unleashed on the American economy. Couldn't we? You are absolutely correct. Uh, speaking to some realtors, local officials, people who have local businesses uh, in the Jersey Shore from Atlantic City all the way down to, let's say, Avalon the past couple weeks, uh, they are gearing up for the summertime. They're seeing the, the fact that people are getting ready to open up more businesses at the shore, and they're getting ready to see that uh, that possibly venues will open up, music venues, maybe not 100%, but they can still do 25 to 50 and do social distancing in the audience. It'll be odd. Nobody will be sitting around you for three or four uh, rows, but they're looking at the fact that if we can open it up little by little, take it slowly, uh, it'll bring tax revenue in, uh, it'll bring confidence back into the Jersey Shore as well as the rest of the Delaware Valley. Uh, people will maybe looking, if they're not going to fly, they're still going to be looking to go to Jersey. Poconos and taking those day trips to places like Bethlehem, uh, maybe Dewey Beach, all those kinds of nice day trips that we have in the area. And past the stimulus package, which I think will be the first kind of impact that the Biden administration will make, are there other things you're looking for this incoming administration and maybe their first hundred days that uh, could could have an effect on the economy? Well, they're, they're going to take a look at regulation. That may have an effect on the economy. And as I've spoken in the past, Wall Street actually likes regulation because it's a barrier to entry. Sometimes the more regulations you have, uh, the less app you'd have for companies that want to get into the marketplace. I already think the stock market has built in uh, the, the Biden administration. As we've seen, there's been some ups and downs, but it hasn't been a roller coaster. Uh, I would call it a kiddie roller coaster that you'd see at the Jersey Shore, not the real big ones or the ones you'd see at Six Flags Great Adventure. So I do see some stability coming into the marketplace. Uh, once universities go in the fall, I would believe, I don't think it's going to happen in the spring. Once they go in the fall, then you're going to see some really big impacts of spending in the Philadelphia area and, and, the, and also the suburban areas where there are lots of other universities. Uh, to trigger the growth, let's say. I think uh, you've seen China now have have a, an estimate of GDP uh, higher than the last quarter. I think you're going to see that probably more so in our second quarter, not our first quarter of 2021. 
That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.